Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, well, very, very pleasant. Uh, Good morning to you. This is Patrick Timpone, OneRadioNetwork.com. It is Friday morning, the 2nd of December, and uh, on Fridays and generally some other days too, we just kind of chatted up with you one-on-one, or one-on-how-many-ever, but it's just you and me, and whether it's live or a podcast, we look at the um, this thing we call life and see what we can make of it, and come up with ideas and ways that we are using to have a happier life, healthier, longer, um, more abundant, you know, all that stuff, (laughs) all the good stuff. And then we, uh, as we go through our journey, and we're all going through a journey, I have to do one thing here, change the light, let me just put my slide up. But as we go through this journey together, um, the cool thing to understand, (laughs) so... so simple, but very profound. I first uh, really thought about this, oh, I think it was in 75, 76. There was a book called Passages. I think it was Gail Sheehy. I think she wrote a bunch of books. But I, you know, I've never been a big reader. I just like to more go in internally and see what's going on rather than have somebody tell me in a book. Oh, books are very useful, but most of the histories in, in books are not true. And <laughs> most of the stuff that people write out there in the cabillions of books that are, you know, labeled not fiction not fiction, it's just somebody else's idea about how the world works, whether it be Freud or Jung or anybody. And I've never wanted to spend my much time with those people because, well, where are they now? You know, the <laughs> we have to know what's going on now with you, you and me. And, uh, but, you know, I don't know how I got on that. But anyway, um, now I got lost because I just went off on some tangent. Sorry. Well, so so here we are. Um, now it came back to me that we're all, I know this seems kind of redundant, like, duh, but for me, it was kind of big thing. I don't know that we are all just living our life. You know, that's what we're doing. We're just living our life, and we all have uh, challenges, and we all have obstacles that we bring into our awareness, 
so that we can learn to overcome them. That's why we have obstacles. And I like to say it like that too, where we bring them into our awareness because these obstacles come into our awareness when we're strong enough to see them. Otherwise, my experience, they remain unconscious and they're driving us forward but there's a lot of pain and suffering that go goes along with it because we're just not strong enough to look at some of the things underneath that's driving us. You know, could be a you know all kinds of things, and we all have them deep down. Um, I don't deserve. I don't deserve to be totally happy. Um, I'm not good enough. That's a good one. Everybody has that going on. Most people, a fear of death. Um, um, it's too scary. I can't go there. You know, that kind of stuff. We all have a lot of these um, old things, ideas um, like that in our subconscious. And people will use the term I've always kind of thought interesting, and, and it's true in a way, well, there's a part of me that's really afraid to die. And I, I, and I get when people say that because there is a part of them that's not really them, but they think it's them. We think it's them. We. And until we... Now my head itches. I washed my hair for the first time in a couple of weeks this morning. Um, so when we... So when we think that we have a fear of death, you know, part of me is afraid of dying, it's not really us. It's just, a, as we were saying, an old um, idea, image, feeling, fear, image, thought. You know, take your pick, all of the above, that's hanging around in the body as tension, they can build all the way up to a tumor, just depending on how long you keep the tension and the degree of it. So the great thing about having a body is we create pain and discomfort because it's kind of um, it's kind of divine spirit's way of saying hello, look at me. Do you want to keep being afraid of dying? Or do you want to look at that and get over that? So if it were not for the pain somewhere, we wouldn't even know that it's going on. We wouldn't look, right? And that's what most people, God love them, and you and I have for lifetimes, have lived lives of quiet desperation because we didn't know. I mean, we were just kind of miserable. Not miserable, but you know, just, you know, is this life, really? 
get up, go to a job I don't work, and maybe in a relationship that I haven't really figured out how to make that work, and go to the doctor, whatever, right? It's just, it's hard. So, one of the things we look at here on One Radio Network is how we create these engrams or these this tension or these tumors or this whatever, this rash or cancer, canker sores, how we create them, which we do, and then as we learn how that we create them, then we are learning how to uncreate them. It's really quite simple. And we learn how to uncreate them in one way. At the end of the day, there's a lot of models you know, one can use. There's a lot all kinds of stuff. All the things we do helps us to bring awareness to what we need to do. Um, recall healing and the Dr. Massey, the work that he does, um, all kinds of stuff, you know. German New Medicine has ways to do it. Energetic healers work with all kinds of modalities. Acupuncture will help clear things, you know, all kinds of stuff. Billions of ways to, and all of them are working on one cool idea. Whichever one they are, there is, that you choose. And that's why there's so many, because there's so many of us unique souls that resonate with this or that, and not just one thing. which is why there's so many ways, as the saying goes, up the mountain to God until we figure out that we are little gods and you don't have to go anywhere. So then there's no way up the mountain. That's a good one too. You see, so there's up, you know, lots of ways and then there's no way. And then there's many ways. And we get to choose whichever way we want to become more aware. That's you have religions and spiritual practices and gurus and teachers and angels and spiritual masters. Got all kinds of stuff to choose from. And you and I choose the way. We try stuff and say, well, you know, that was interesting, but now we're. <laughs> so we do this with our health and our emotions and our feelings and uh, our spiritual aspect, who we are. And then we just keep, keep going. Towards the light. And the sound is the only way I really know how to explain, explain it. As I said in Lucy and Desi, explain it. And this sound and light of God is in us, and it's who we are. So it's really just 
Patrick moving into Patrick, you moving into you. And the one way is when we realize that this this is so cool. If you get the, this fear, say, of dying, well, that's a good one. Most people, most of us had that, or I used to. Once, and once we see that that fear of dying, deep down, was our creation, we didn't keep, come up with the concept. The concept has been around since the beginning of time, I suspect. As long as we've been here, we kind of thought about, well, what happens when we... And I don't want to do that, because then I don't know what's going to happen. Holy cow, I mean, what's that about? No. (laughs) So, you know, it's very easy to see how we can create an engram or an image or a feeling, whatever you want to call it, and carry it with us for lifetimes. Because these are the kinds of things that go with us when we translate, when we die. This is who we are, soul, with rough edges that need to get um, polished. That's a good word. Polished in the next incarnation. So we take these deep-seated fears with us, and most often we'll come back here to Earth, the Earth plane, which is really a drag because I know we've been doing it for millions of lives here. We've been through it all from millions of years ago, many of us, to here all through Atlanta, Atlantis, the Golden Age and Copper Age, and we've been through it all. Wars and loves and double loves and unloves and killed people, been killed, eaten by a tiger, hate a tiger, who knows? We've done it all. And we carry a lot of, not a lot, but some key things that kind of drives us in the next lifetime. So, These, I guess engram's a good word, right? It's just energy. I don't like to give it too much strength, but it's just energy, and you can see it on the inner. It's just kind of um, clouded energy, kind of like, what was that comic book character? Charles Schultz had a pig pen, and he had these little clouds and was representing his negative thoughts. Pretty much how it is. Isn't that funny? Peanuts was teaching us. That's why it was so popular, is because people kind of got that Charles Schultz knew what he was talking about. Peanuts guy. I never read it much, but. Hmm. So we're going to get into this morning, and if you care to join us, be fun to have you by phone and ask questions and that would help others understand if you want or email patrick at oneradionetwork.com or email 
I just said that. Or triple eight six six three sixty three eighty six. Friday morning. So I'm going to go through what my experience is of how exactly how the body heals during sleep. And I've seen this clearly while I was awake, while my body was sleeping, which I can do a lot more and more. And then you see exactly why you're going through the dream while you're doing it. And when you, when we don't run away from the experience, and we'll talk about it, then the body heals because at a deep level, as a spiritual being, we realize that we are not the fear of death, but it's just a, an illusion, a loose particle, an engram, a thought, an image, or a feeling that we've been carried around, but we think it's a part of us. Right? We think it is. That's why it's still there, our ear. We think it's a part of us. That's why it's still here. And when we go through these different things, uh, Germany medicine, recall healing, or meditation, contemplation, uh, people get cancer and they realize that, wow, that they caught it. You know, happens in a million different ways. Once we realize that this thing we don't want, or we think we are, is not us, but a creation, an illusion, even though we feel it, it's in there, it's real, but it's not real. It becomes unreal or unmanifest when we realize that we just got confused and we're unconfused and that's not us. And then it's gone. Why would it stay? Because we as soul are the ones running our our life, our reality with spirit. And we are creating our own reality. I'd like to have this conversation with one of my biggest heroes in life is Dr. Tom Cohen. Kind of brought this up the last time we were on and he really poo-pooed that idea. I know, you know, you know, there is, he went into Nietzsche and there is ultimate good or bad and all that. And I, you know, it wasn't a spot to really dig into it, but if he ever wants to do that, I think he and I could have a really good conversation because he's a thinker and he's not dogmatic, but he thinks about these things. I may even send him this little clip and see if he wants to come on and talk about it. Because I only know what I know, and he knows what he knows, and maybe something would pop from it. This is the way we're going to really bring out um, um, 
more and more truth is by contemplating it with others, like I do with spirit and myself, with others. So we bring the thing down to a debate, conversation, to a contemplation. Well, really, well, if that's the way it is, then how did this work? And then this is how this is how I talk to myself and how I learn and what I do in the dream state as well, which is a real experience. So what I see, what's what I'm doing with my life as far as, oh, I don't know, everything, as far as, let's see, I'm sure you've, I'm sure you've done stretching, right? Like a yoga thing or some kind of exercise. And every now and then you came, you come across uh, an area, say in your hip. Right? And every now and then as you get really relaxed, you can feel that area. And you, you recognize it, right? This, this is cool. You recognize it because you've felt it before. And it's kind of been there for years maybe. But we, we've not taken the time to go deep enough spiritually, which is mentally at the same time and physically at the same time, because they're all happening at once, mind, body, soul. We haven't gone deep enough to kind of get to it. But what happens in the dream state, just depending on everyone's level of awareness, divine spirit, who is working with all of us in its own way. Trust me, same spirit comes through different ways with different religions, whether it be Christ or Buddha or whatever. Teachers, yogis, whatever. It's all coming in a different way and it'll come in different colors and flavors and um, aspects. But... um, always depending on, well, always trying to help souls, you and I, evolve and heal. Because the we always say the body is always trying to heal. And I think that's a misnomer. It is, but the reason the body is always trying to heal, in my opinion, is because we, soul, are always trying to heal because we, soul, want to realize what God is, why we're here. That's what we want. That's all anybody wants, to know the truth. All souls. Which is why we're here. So the dream state are experiences over and over and I can show you why they they seem disjointed a lot but once you get more clarity you can really control the whole game out there. I say out there, it's in here. And then use it to as a spiritual exercise. But what's really going on for everyone 
is we are unwinding kind of karmic experiences and this is what most dream states is about but you can move and get past all that as we discontinue creating karma with people then things get cleared out and we can start working on creating the little oohs and ouches and pains and energy blocks in our body. Because people have said the body always knows what's the next thing to heal. It does. Because soul, you and I know what the best thing, the next best thing. So there are things that will come up in the dream state. Say, hey, look at me. Do you really want to, I don't know, you really want to think at any moment you can get smashed by nuclear weapons? You want to you carry that one around? Or what do you think? So, so these things will be presented to us in other realities. And we'll have the choice to, we all have the choice, free will, all the time, 24-7, to go into the experience. and look at it carefully, slowly. Well, is it just a belief or is there something that... And if, and if when we do that, if we have the courage and the wherewithal to dig in there in the dream state, and it helps to have a spiritual master to guide you with this stuff, as I do, but you can do it on your own. You go into it, then it dissipates because we see that you know, it's just a, some weird thought. I've been carrying around for a couple of lifetimes since they first heard the idea of nuclear weapons in the 1940s. So it could all be made up. I don't know. I think it is, but it's me. And then when we realize it is just something that wasn't really us in the dream state and we go through it and we come out, feels like we go through it and I've seen it on the inner, I go through it, and then I'm into light and colors and love. And while I'm doing it, my body is moving where I'm stretching up my neck, so I'm aware of being in the body as well. I'm not in the body, but soul is, in, you know, I'm not in the body, I, mean, I don't know where I am <laughs> at that point, but whatever I'm happening spiritually, is got to be affecting the body because it all is one, got to be. So as you let go of some kind of a fear that you're not deserving of something and you go through it, you found out, whoo, that gets released in the body because it's all one. And you actually feel it. You can move up your neck and all of a sudden, some place that you wanted to get into for years, I just heard a crack there. Huh? And this is what chiropractors have tried to do, you know, to do that kind of, take, release that kind of tension. And it can be released like that, but I don't do that because I do it my way. I do my own chiropractor work. And then it's just tension 
all over the body. It could be anywhere. Tension. And then after a while, it can affect the joints and, you know, just. So, if you're a good sleeper, and even if you don't remember your dreams, the reason you feel better when you get up is because you did a lot of work. So, pat yourself on the back. I did good, boy. Woo. I feel pretty good. Can't even remember what I was going through last night before bed that made me so anxious. Well, that's good because you're, you're done with it. Remember that every moment in time that we are a new person because of what we just let go of. So we're new. Of course, we haven't known this for a long time, lifetimes, because we just haven't known it. So we always then jump back, most often jump back to the image who we were last night, which is why people don't change. So folks are always jumping back to where they, who they think they are rather than moving forward to where they want to go, which is really the conundrum of the earth world and why people don't change because, oh, it's why. Well, there's, no, there's, really, there's really no evidence that there's a, a virus. I mean, there really isn't. I mean, we can show you and prove it and you could look at it and and get in there and look at it and see and no, I'm good. I think I know there's a virus. Okay. That's what's going on. It's not bad or good, it just is what it is, and everybody gets to choose. Same thing happens in our in our life. This is how we don't we don't change. Because we don't go into areas most often that are uncomfortable and uncertain uncertain, could be a little scary. Because I don't know what's in there. I don't know if I'll come out of there. But you will. My teachers taught me as when I go into the other reality and I go into a reality that's just not all that fun, feels kind of weird, the colors, and you know, it's not a peace-loving hippie beats, but I need to go into it because I spent years not going into it, which keeps you from, keep me from growing, that my kind of mantra is I just look and see, title of my second screenplay, look and see, where am I? Just look and see, you don't change it or it's good or bad, just look and see very clearly and it just dissipates. I'm not sure why that is, I can, you know, it'll become more clear as I keep working with this. But it just dissipates. And then you're in another reality and that's when the body is letting go, healing. While the the meat the meat suit is lying on your bed and the muscles are releasing. The tension is releasing. And this is why they say you've got to sleep eight hours otherwise you'll get cancer and could be true. A lot of uh, people are so clogged up, if they don't sleep that long, they just would. And why, as you move forward, you actually have to sleep as you know it, where we're unconscious, right? Kind of unconscious. We remember some dreams and hazy-fazy. We're kind of unconscious. 
and we wake up and remember a few dreams, but for the most part, we don't remember. That's what I mean by unconscious. We still want through healing things and we feel better and we have more energy and take on the day and yeah, I feel good and do stuff. That's why we sleep. But then the more we just stay awake during the during the night or the morning, um, which is what our work is about here, you can get more done and then you're still, your body's still rusted because all the work is happening. It doesn't matter if you think you weren't asleep. But you are. You are. Yeah, they've always talked about sleep being so mysterious, and it is. Few people kind of look at it as deeply as I am. But that's what I just like to do. So, here we are. Um, what do you think about any of that? Did that make Too geeky, okay, interesting, I don't understand, I do understand, you choose. (laughs) If you'd like to do it over the telephone, we have one, 888-663-6386, email is what most people choose, but get to do whatever you want. Um, I don't even remember how long I had that thing up there. I got someone to talk to you. Could have been my picture up there for the last five minutes. I just get so lost in the moment there. Whew, pretty trippy. Well, here we are. Um, uh, we're going to talk more about pain and how spirit uses pain to say, Hello, I'm here. Um, have a little experience with coffee and the adrenals. Kind of fun. Um, there are animals that are walking in circles. I'm going to try to get that video up. And you think it's possible that you and other people that you're close to are having the same experience on the inner together. Wouldn't it be fun to remember those and then talk about it? And we do. And I had an experience that I was doing it with Doodle. We were both doing the same thing on the inner with my dog Doodle. It's pretty cool. So, we have lots to muse upon. If you like musing, muse away. We have a new product from uh, Sir Thrival, and uh, I'm actually going to try this. This is a new product called Black Walnut Protein Powder. As you know, I've been eating mainly, well, not mainly, just animal foods for Six months now? Is that right? Yeah, June, July, August, September, October, November. Yeah, six months. 
meat and eggs and fish, goat's milk, fat, organ meats. What else? Pretty much it. Beef, buffalo, pork. And just staying away from vegetables, carbs, because of the, I don't think, uh, nutrition, you know, nutrition, I don't think we need them. Um, Myself, I think we do just fine without them. I have for six months. So I think they're, I think they, then for me, they can have a lot of issues, not issues, but oxalates and poisons. All plants have poisons that they put out. I don't know why I'm going down this road right now, but whatever. So I will need to get into that more. But so, but then, you know, but but I want to try this because I'm I'm kind of looking for things in the morning. And nuts are a morning food. Now, a lot of the pure carnivores say nuts have um, things in there that are not digestible, so people, animals don't eat the nuts. But then, you could also argue, or conjecture, that when animals eat the nuts, and then they poop, they're actually transferring the seeds around the forest. That's interesting. Right? Right? Birds do that, right? Don't birds do that? Which is why fruits and nuts, in my opinion, or just logically, don't have all of the the proteins, I mean the um, undigestible toxins that the plants put out. Mostly in the roots and stuff and part of the plant but also in the leaves, like kale, a lot of oxalates, because they don't want people eating them. Cows, whatever. Cows eat anything anyway. But anyway, this, so walnut might be really fun, so I'm going to try it. I'm going to order some today. It looks kind of really good. You know Daniel, he's cool. So these are ripe black walnuts. They fall to the ground and are gathered by local foragers, families, these bring these nuts to designated hauling stations around the Midwest where they're fairly paid to pound their harvest. Wow. Using sophisticated, ultra-clean CO2 extraction, the nut meats are turned into exquisite, high-quality Fully absorbable protein powder. Hmm. And as Adam Bergstrom says, nuts are morning foods. So right now we have 25. Oh, wow. See, I'm going to get some. Oh, is that today only? Come on. Let me see. What day is it? Got this in. What do you mean today only? Oh, yeah. So it's today. Friday. 
up until midnight tonight from Sir Thrival. So go on oneradionetwork.com. You can see a Sir Thrival link here on the video, or you'll find it. we got a bunch of them. Pine Pollen, doesn't matter which one, because once you get on Sir Thrival, when you click through our site, please, so we'll get a commission on the deal. That's how we make our living, commissions on sales. We send them. Let's see if they have a promo code. That doesn't look like it. Sale ends 12-2-22 at a minute before midnight Eastern time. Okay. While supplies last, limit four. So don't try to power up and get a chameleon. Regular $49.36.75. I'm going to get me some of those. Now, I'm not going to guarantee anybody that I'll do great with them, but I don't see why I wouldn't. That's a pretty kick in your giddy-up. Protein. How much protein we got in there? 17 grams of wild, sustainable, plant-based, paleo-friendly, (laughs) gluten-free protein to add to your blended drink or in the baked goods. 17 grams, I guess, per scoop or something, whatever. 100% wild foraged protein powder. Black walnut protein powder on Sir Thrival on One Radio Network. It's a great idea. Yeah, I never did very good with all the protein powders, rice, whey. Nope, never did very good with them. Just the way it is. I don't know why. I don't know why I love you like I do. Oh, Microorganics is a is a company that um, it's fascinating, and you can click on. I think we have one or two. Uh, they have a she legit that I'm doing, and also a um, uh, what's it called? What's that stuff? Zeolite. Rafi sent me a zeolite, so we're doing that. Um, he's got a great Sheila jet here at Old Microorganics. Really good one. And um, he went through and was very persnickety about Sheila jet. He told me most of the most of the Sheila jet people in India are like used car salesmen. And you don't know what they got or how they get it or you know, he said it's crazy, you know. And I, and I understand. But he's the kind of guy like a Daniel Vitalis or, or Brandon Amalani who we deal with. They're always just digging, looking, well, how can we do this better? Where this stuff comes from? <laughs> how do they get these black walnuts? Like Daniel explained. Isn't that cool? That's the kind of people you want to spend your money with. Support these people because they're doing things right, you know, really well doing things really well, going for the gold. So support these people. I do. <clears throat> so like Organics, they have uh, very, very fine products. 
the shower filter, I just put my new one in. Put my little date on it with magic marker. And about 18 months. It, it'll get so much stuff out of your shower water, you'll go, whoa. It's really powerful. It's the best one out ever. Best one out there. Omica Organic Shower Filter. And then he's got some really cool stuff. Sheila Jetson, as I said, Zeolites. And just look through his website. And I guarantee you, much like Daniel and Brandon, Amalani, um, you're not going to get anything that's not exquisitely made, that they did the very best they could with their extraction, with their packaging, I'm iron glass, all of them, um, with their sourcing of the material. This is where you want to spend your money, right? So you know what you're getting. And this is, these are the kind of people we we work with here on One Radio Network. Do I have enough light here? I don't know. It's hard to see. I guess I do. Can you see me over here? Um, so I don't know what I'm going to do with this eye. So, so about, can you see this? See that thing? So, so I'm putting, you know, we're on rainwater collection system here in Dripping Springs. And Rafi is my go-to guy for filters. He's got the best. Oh, Micah, he's got the best. He knows what he's doing. And about a year ago, we put in these huge, I think they're 24-inch blue cartridges underneath the house. And there's one is like, it's in the number one position. It's about a hundred bucks. Yeah. But he's got so much stuff in there, jewels and magic chemicals, not chemicals, but magic stones and to really go after the water and then a carbon filter too, a big, huge carbon filter. But, you know, you can't be too careful with water. Then we have his water filter too that you can get under the sink in the kitchen and we filter it again. Then we have an ultraviolet light. So, so anyway, so it was time to change the filters. So I got two more filters from Rafi these babies are heavy. I mean, and then you have a heavy blue tube with a heavy filter. So I was underneath it like this, right? So you know what's coming. So I'm underneath it like this, turning it, trying to get it to catch on this. I think the aperture is about this big around. Pretty good size. Oh, it's, oh it caught. and then screw it in so I let it go and it falls back <laughs> crack because it wasn't screwed in and it starts bleeding like a lot didn't hurt a lot 
So I go upstairs and look at it, and it um, it looked like it really needed some stitches. I went on, online, of course. You go and ask Doctor Google. When do you? How do you know when you need stitches? How do you know? <laughs> it's bleeding. Uh, so they they claim that you need stitches when you can see a separation, I guess, between the two. Which I could, maybe about about an eighth of an inch, I guess. I said, well, I could go to uh, uh, one of those emergency places, you know. I think they have one in Dripping Springs. What do they call minor emergency? But I don't have insurance. I don't have any insurance. So... Well, it's not maybe a good idea. Who knows what they would charge for that? And, you know, it's things have been a bit slow sales-wise because I think of so many of you are having a hard time just, you know, not a hard time, but a more challenging time. I like to be kind and generous and with my words, with just, you know, buying the stuff you need because prices keep going up. So, sales have been, I don't have extra cash. I just don't. We just go month to month. It's cool. And so I said, no, I don't think I'm going to do that. Because I guess you could call up and say, hey, how much would you charge me to put two stitches in? I could have done that. But I really didn't want to do it. Even if I had the money, I just, it'll be fine. You know, doctors. So I just, found some tape. I have some tape that I used to tape my mouth closed when you want to learn how to breathe through your nose. You can do that at night, you know. A lot of people breathe through their mouth at night. A lot of issues with that can cause tooth decay and all kinds of stuff because it dries out the saliva. So that's one of the ways I train myself to Breathe through the nose. Anyway, so I had this piece of tape, so I put it over there. There's others in my little stitches, and the tape is still on there. And it's like it's like glued to my head with the with the blood for seven days. So I think I'm just gonna let it go, and eventually it's just gonna fall off just like stitches, right? I just did homemade stitches. That's what I'm thinking. I'm not going to mess with it. That's when it would probably scar. What do you think? You think I'm on the right track there? I don't, I don't know what I'm doing either. No more than you do. We're just slapping mud up against the wall. That's what we do. I think, that sounds really good. I'm going to try that walnut. Yeah, do it. 25% off today. Friday. And he's a thrival link on oneradionetwork.com. Real black walnuts. I mean, hmm. I mean, out in the woods kind of stuff, right? Uh, Patrick, I want to thank you for bringing 
Dr. Ray Pete into my life. Oh, I know. He saved my life, um, and I'm heartbroken to learn of his passing. I realize that it's people like you who make it possible to get his information out to us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. God bless Dr. Ray Pete, and God bless you. Keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. Sweet guy. Really sweet guy. It was funny how it started, too, you know. He did. He really doesn't do a lot of interviews. And, um, never did. He did a few. And then one time, I guess two and a half years ago, we had him on and we had a good time. He really enjoyed it. He liked the way I interacted with him. and So we asked him back and he came back and then we got the idea, you want to just come on once a month? And he said, sure. So we were very blessed to have him do that. Because he wasn't, you know, he doesn't even have a video camera. It's just all on the telephone. In what, 80, I guess he was 83 or so, these years, what they call years, when we first started with him, which was, uh, I think, May. I think May in um, 2020. I think, I looked on the calendar, but, Oh, and Sharon put a cool thing on the front page, too. Yeah, May of 2020. So all the archive shows are there. And you download them and and put them on your computer if you want to have them. I mean, we have them, but, you know, who knows? These days. They're gold. And just download them. Hmm. It was a great picture. Thanksgiving Day. And as you probably know, if you hang out here, that about two months ago, do you know how long? Was it two months ago? Well, a couple months ago. I, I don't, I can't recall if he was on, I know he wasn't on November. I know he wasn't on in October. Not sure if he was off or on in September, but two or three months, he um, he said that he. Well, let me let me let me move back. Five or six months ago, we had a couple of shows where he had a hard time talking, hard time finding the words. You and those shows are those shows are on there. Go back three, four, five months. And, you know, and I knew something was up with him. And, well, what are you going to do? You know? People go through these things. And, uh, so, you know, I didn't say anything. Just did it. Next month, same thing. It's just hard for him to get it out, you know, get the words out. And um, 
Then I think he, then he made some improvement, and then, and then it stopped. Then he just stopped doing the show. So you know, he was on his way out, as we all are, in a in a sense. And um, he just slowly go. So I'm sure. I'm not sure, but I suspect he went out with grace and charm, and because of his state of consciousness, and probably just certainly didn't go to a doctor. I don't think. I don't know. But we all. He probably just hung around in bed and said, "Good night." So God bless you, Ray Pete. Every now and then, I, every now and then, I could get him to laugh at some of my jokes. But he did. He enjoyed talking about um, the old days in Mexico, and I'd bring something up. He said, "Oh yeah, I mean, we used to do that." And he got on and telling us how to nixtamalize nix, corn. Remember, he was really a seeker. You know, on all levels. Yeah, we were just beginning to even start to get into more some cool, deep spiritual things, which I know he would go. He was ready to go anywhere I wanted to take him. You know, he never said, no, I don't want to tell him. He, he was into anything. and I was, for a long time, I was just... Uh, you know, as we get, we get. We, you know, you get in touch all of somebody that you know. You be careful how you tread, you know. But I don't want to do that because it's uh, everybody just has lots of information and lots of experiences to share. So never be shy about asking anybody. Well, what's that about? How? I mean, how do you know that? Because they want to tell you. But uh, you don't want to tell a lot of it unless people ask. Now, the way I work with it is that you are asking to hear what I have to say, otherwise you wouldn't be here. So I don't feel like I'm trying to do a sermon or talk you into anything. I'll convince you of anything, because I'm not. Uh, that's just not what, that's boring, right? Better do it that way. <laughs> Don't you? But if you're here, that means that you want to hear what I have to say, so I feel like you're asking me. And also, people have been saying, thank you so much for for exp- you know doing repeat and all that, But and I put something on Faceplant this morning. Um... You, you know, you, you repeat fans are the ones that created the experience to have them on. Otherwise, I, I never would have known to ask them to be on more because the way I knew it is because you wanted it. I know it seems geeky, but that's the way it works. That's how spirit fulfills our desires. 
through other people. Yeah. Comes from everywhere. Books, movies, videos, people, information. So don't be afraid to ask for what you're not sure about, you know. I'm not sure about that. How does, how does it really work? I mean, really. If you really want to know, you just... Then if you really want to know, well, then you can write those things down in a notebook 15 times and write it down every day. And imagine how it would feel when you get the answer. All kinds of ways to work with it. This is why we're here, to do the work. You know, too. Well, how did that work? I mean, if I leave my body and then what do I know? And whatever you want to learn, dig in. Dig into it. <clears throat> I think the biggest thing that keeps us all aware, away from doing that, is fear. Pretty much fear of the unknown. Man, if I go down there, I don't know what's down there. <laughs> right. No, I don't know what's down there. I don't think I'm going to do that right now. So, this is what you and I are continuing to do in the dream state, is working through little areas that we aren't sure about, to bring up unconscious things, like things that we're working on this lifetime, like our our theme this lifetime. We all have our little themes, and we have probably, or could have some deep hurts that came when we were a kid, maybe, or a past life that we're trying to uncover. So we have experiences that um, bring us to uncovering those deep hurts. Rebirthing and Germany medicine. That's what all these things are doing. You bring them up. But, um, and a fear of the unknown, I think, for me, was just And then as you, as we get stronger and stronger and we don't care, you know, and you just kind of go and, you know, get into it, then that's when it heals. So it takes a little courage and a little, a lot of courage. But you'll like it. Just go into it. Yeah, you, you know, spirit is right there protecting you. Your teacher, work with your teacher, your spiritual guides, your angels, however you do it. Jesus, Buddha, Dalai Lama, I don't know, yoga. Work with them and see they can, if you really trust them, to help you on these inner planes. And if you don't find spiritual teachers that, that you trust enough, then they know nothing's going to happen because that's what the real teachers are. Because nothing can hurt you. Your soul. Nothing can 
shoot arrows in you. Nothing. Hmm, look at my notes here. It's been said over the years that really separation is the uh, the the illusion of being separate from anything is what causes conflict. Because to have conflict, tension, there has to be this is pretty trippy, it's pretty spiritually geeky, but I guarantee it's true. Okay. Yeah, to have any kind of conflict, you have to have Two things, right? Good and bad, love and hate. You or anything, you got to have two entities that are opposed to one another, and then you have conflict, right? Look at the world; just one big conflict ball. Because ninety-nine percent of the people running around out there don't understand that there is only one, which is God, and there's no separation anywhere. The idea of being separate from anybody, anything, the sun, the moon, the stars, the bears, the mountains, a tree is an illusion. Snakes, rabbits, bears, cows, dogs. We are one with everything. And so anything, this is pretty fun, anything that we feel uncomfortable with or we fear or we don't want to do, it's just us. It has to be us because there's only us. There's only you. You are it. You are a law unto yourself. There's no cause other than the true cause, which is you and divine spirit because we're all are all our little gods. We're not big G, but we are a spark of big G and we are we're the only I know it seems kind of narcissistic or selfish, but this I am. That's a good one. This I am. When you say that I am, it, it kind of alludes to the idea that that is separate from me. There's no separate. But the truer way to say it, in my opinion, is this I am. You're looking at something. It appears to be separate. A thought, an image, a feeling that you may or may not like, but it's not separate. It's who we are. And when we're in the feeling... We are it, and if we don't like the feeling, we just go to a different feeling. If it's a feeling of remorse, or uh, I don't know. Whatever, guilt. It's who we've just bought into it, 
And once we know that it really is not who we are as a spiritual being, it just dissipates. Just, I've seen it just dissolves. We'll get this all in a film someday in a movie. Well, we, the one screenplay we have, Look and See, is, talks about this stuff. Getting on film is going to be interesting, but with computers, you can make it, we'll make it look exactly like I have seen it on the inner planes. And it'll be pretty authentic, very authentic, for me anyway. It'll, could, it'll be different for you. All I can do is kind of give you my experiences and then if you can kind of sift through anything that, um, you know, some of the big ideas and put them into your own consciousness and model and work with it. Um, if you know some of the, the key features, like there's only you and there is no other, I mean, and once you really get that and work with it from that standpoint, you can make a lot of headway because you're not dealing with a false paradigm. Does that make sense? You liken it to the false paradigm that there is a germ. Once you are in that paradigm, there is a germ, a virus, a bacteria that's running around getting you then you can't really go much further. You can only go so far, and then you go up into scientific, geeky, medical model nonsense, all trying to argue that there is a virus. Just like people are trying to argue that the Earth is round, spinning around the sun, which is not. But um, and they'll just, you know, as long as as long as they're not open to knowing that we're not spinning around the sun on a ball, which we're not, um, you you can only deal with you can only deal with it on that level, and you'll never can't go any further because the original paradigm is false, just like in the germ. So you could spend lifetimes arguing that, no, no, we are spinning around the ball. Fine. Knock yourself out. I don't want to convince you. I just know we're not. Sorry. I was reading a book about time travel last week. Oh. Just a fun story. When I had a dream that night, I was traveling towards some kind of tunnel. Good. Felt very physical. At that moment, my wife said, I levitated off the bed. Oh, you mean your body did? And she grabbed hold of me and brought me back. As I have some arthritis, pretty impossible for me to do any time. What do you think? Now, wait a minute. So your wife said, Paul, right back and 
your wife said that your body actually levitated, very possible, and she grabbed you? Tell her not to grab you next time. <laughs> yeah, she could have seen your astral body. There's a lot of different, I, you know, I have no idea. There's a lot of different explanations for that. Generally, the physical body doesn't levitate, but yogis have done it, and people can do it. I don't see any, um, frankly, I don't see any advantage to doing that. You can do everything you want to do in the, in, with your physical body, like I do in the dream state, if your body's laying on the bed. Um, but, well, that's cool. Yeah, I don't, time travel's an interesting thing. I can just give you my opinion. Well, my opinion, there is no time. Well, we know that. So, whenever we go back in time, or time travel, what we're doing is we're just refocusing our attention on a lifetime, 1400 or whatever, and we're seeing that lifetime, and we're experiencing it again, but since there's only now, I know it seems crazy, but that lifetime is going on right now too, in a sense. But we've grown spiritually from that point, so we're a different person than that lifetime. So we're doing this one, which is the only the one that counts. Now, the idea of going forward and changing things is, uh, I don't know, that's above my pay grade. Um, I think... I think that's where people get into on thin ice. Because everybody has free will. So, I mean, I don't know. Anything's possible. Anything's possible. And it is possible. Okay, Paul's writing back. Yes, I went up about horizontally eight inches or so I didn't wake, but I was aware of moving somewhere very powerful, though. Oh, so you, oh, you felt like your body was going up. When you say me, I mean, did you actually take your hand, run it underneath your body, and know that the body was, was um, physically? You as soul could have just rose up, as I used to do when I was a kid and still do now, and you go on top of the ceiling, and you are above it, but the body is oftentimes still dead solid, perfect. The clay temple, or the meat suit. Either one. But I, I'm sure it's possible for the meat suit to go up too. Um... Make sense? 
888-663-6386. Email Patrick, OneRadioNetwork.com. What do we want to tell you about? Oh, this is what I want to tell you about. I'm going to tell you about Pearlsium. It's a great product. You can get it in capsules or in powder, brush your teeth with it, and uh, I just know you're going to have a good experience with it. Absolutely. I got a little thing here. Is how it keeps working. Just having a little problem. A channel problem. Oh, you know, we often get um, um, emails about, so what can I do to fill up little holes, cavity, uh, where bone is um, receding at the gum line. People think that it's, um, it's receding gums. No, not according to the real cool people I know. It's the bone. It's the bone that is losing bone. And that's pretty much a, a calcium malabsorption thing that gets a little tricky to figure out. But you can. It's, with it. it's a diet thing, in our opinion. But uh, this, this product here can help you with that while you're figuring out why you're losing your bone spiritually. Previously with Dr. Rulin Chu about her product called Pearlsium. So let's talk about the teeth first. Explain to me what's going on because there's something magical when you dip your little toothbrush in water. Why do they look so sparkly and just, I don't know, something very energetically about the the look of them. Yeah, it's uh, very, very magical. So like a group of scientists in uh, France discovered that when you put the pearl next to the bones or uh, skins or other connective tissues, and they find it stimulates new growth of the bones and skins and connective tissues, and also uh, to make existing bones and the skins uh, more healthy and stronger. So brush your teeth with the pearl, then your teeth will make your existing teeth stronger, and also it will filling up you know, teeth with the porcium, and the pearl powder will stimulate the new bone growth and also make the existing teeth very strong. It's really a great product. You'll love it. Take it internally or on your teeth, and you can click an order. See the ad right there, Pearlsium, the nice green container, Pearlsium, on OneRadioNetwork.com. The way she described that was pretty cool. So it stimulates new growth because of the energetics of the pearl because all of these substances are just light and sound, right? It's just energy, right? We know that. It's just information because we are electrical light beams. So the bones may seem solid, but they're not really. They're just vibrating at a certain level so Pearlsium 
kind of vibrates at a certain level, and so does your toothpaste. <laughs> and then it uh, does things that are helpful. Or not. And pearl, pearl has been used in Ayurveda medicine and Chinese medicine. I think uh, Brandon Amalani, he has a pearl product where it's actually a liquid that you can put in your mouth because Chinese medicine, which is what Brandon's thing is, Qigong and all that, they all these ancient cultures, Ayurveda goes back 5,000 years, they knew pearl was really good for health, longevity, and beauty. They, they, they figured it out thousands of years ago. They just knew it. The ancients knew a lot of stuff. And it's funny that uh, Rulin Shu, who makes the product, who you just heard, uh, she's a quantum physicist and a really cool gal. We like to get her back on. And she knew when she was a little girl that she was going to do something with pearl. Nickel. So these are real pearl. that she creatively gets them into a powder without destroying any of the energy, which is what life is, without destroying any of the energy or the life from the pearl, put it into a powder, and you brush your teeth, and then you can take it internally too, so we have capsules and also the powder on one radio network. Click and order, get some. Get some of the powder in the, in the green and, get, and then take them. I'm starting to take some before bed every night. It's a very nice product to take. Lots of calcium, but lots of minerals. And from a once living source, pearl. Yeah, baby. What do you think? I think you'll like it. from Kevin. What did Ray Pete suffer from? Not sure. Oh, uh, well, I th- that's really not a, let's, let's rephrase that. <clears throat> so here's my take on that question. All souls, all souls stick around, stay in physical bodies, pretty much as long as they want to on a deep level. So, our relationship with divine spirit is everything, and this is controlling our reality. Spirit doesn't control us. We use spirit, the ether, chi, mojo, whatever you want to call it, to manifest what we want and to manifest these bodies. 
That's the juice behind it. So, as long as we keep looking into the truth of things, how they work, disease and all of that, I think we can just stay pretty much as long as we want. Hmm. I don't know for sure. We'll see. Let me know if I'm still around 50 years from now. I don't have any attachment to sticking around though. But the way I deal with it, I'll just stay here to God. I'll stick around as long as you need me and if I can be helpful, then you got me, baby. I'm here. That's the way I deal with it. So, you know, at some point, souls just um, are just kind of get ready. They get ready to go. They just they just go for whatever reason. So, when you're ready to go and you don't want to go any more deeper than where you are, which we've all done for millions of lifetimes, so I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Everybody does it. That's why we die. So then we create little things to take us out. Cancer, whatever. So it's not a suffering thing, it's just what we have chosen to do so the body will body doesn't die, soul leaves is what happens. Soul leaves and the body dies and then they cut open the body and say, oh, he died because of this and this and this. No, the the body died because soul left because it was time to go. So death, of course, is not a sad thing. It's a celebratory thing where soul is just on to a new adventure. And if I know one thing for sure, Ray Pete, repeat who he is, is having a grand old time right now. Just because he was a very ethical, honest, good man who helped people for his whole life. And he kept digging and digging and trying to understand thyroid and all that. And he knew all that, you know, that's what his whole life was about, service. So he's fine. <laughs> he's doing good. Just having little conversations with people. Well, hmm, now what do I do? What would you like to do? God would say, what would you like to do? And then you get to do what you like to do. This is how it is when we have dug in, done our work, and let go of a lot of um, stuff. You, you know, spiritual. This is what spiritual growth is about. We can earn our way to a position where God says, well, what would you like to do? And you say to God, well, what would you like me to do? 
And God says, well, I don't know. What do you like to do? I don't know. I like to... I want to write a great American novel. Cool, man. Go for it. I'll support you in that. That's what you want to do. Pretty much the way it works. Especially when our our motives or our, let's say motives, not a good word, our vision of I'll get on shaky ground here. I'll just let that one go. Well, we said before, oh, this is good. Yeah, we said before that when we ask spirit for something, some information, some healing, things like that, it's good to ask spirit to deliver, help others as well. So it's not just me, me, me. Everybody. Because everybody gets a little help when we do. So the, the broader we have our, our awareness of our connection with others, then the more truth or beauty we can bring in to reality in writing or painting, right? Right, Pete, with paint pictures? Never did see any with painting or music. That's the way art works, right? People digging into reality. The great artists, that's what they did. The Monets and all that. Rembrandts. That's what they did. Beethoven. Mozart. Brahms. You know, that's what they were into. They were just trying to understand reality and they did it through music or painting I'm doing it through screenwriting 